Greetings, I am Ensign Barclay. And I am Ensign Riker. And welcome to the Ensign's Log Supplemental, where we read the comments and questions that you have managed to send to us, despite you living in alternate dimensions, alternate realities, and in fact in different points of time. Yeah, which is impressive in and of itself, that A, you heard this at all, and B, you somehow found a way to send a message back through wherever it is you're from, and now we get to answer whatever question you have. Indeed. And in fact, since I've gained uh, control over my emotions, I have corrected a few mistakes that I made when I was in a highly emotional state. Have you? Yes. I have created a new email address for people to send messages to us. Ah. It's ensignslogpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, so people living in whatever time period they're living in will know what to do with that? Because that's just, I mean, that's like untranslated Klingon to me. Uh, well, I understand that your ignorance of the past yeah. is a, you know, a, a detriment to you in certain instances when I begin to speak of Earth's ancient past, particularly of their electronics. Oh, very much so. Yeah, I just like it, you're just you're just saying. I mean, I get Ensign's Law because that's our show, but then you're like at dot slash whatever some kind of mail. I don't whatever. If people listening know what it is, then great. It must be very interesting to be you and live in what is basically. A world filled with magic. I wouldn't go that far. I, I mean, I know basically how a phaser works. It's not magic to me. Indeed. How yeah. does a phaser work, Steve? Well, you put it in the little thing in the wall, and it charges the power cell, and then you pull it out, and then you have the settings, and we yes. set it on the setting that you want, and then you just point it, and you, you pull the trigger, and, and the phaser beam comes out of the nozzle at the end. And what comes out of the nozzle? Just the phaser beam. And what is the phaser beam comprised of? I don't know. Plasma? Something? Okay. If you had said magic, I may have ended this supplemental. No, episode. I know it's not magic. I think perhaps we should read some of the comments and questions. Yes, let's do that. Very good. As you can see, Steve has lost his patience with my newfound composure. I wouldn't say that. I think I haven't I adjusted pretty well to it. I was a little, eh, you know, I was a little impatient with it a couple weeks ago, but I think we've reached a, a nice sort of equilibrium here. You do that thing behind my back. <sighs> When I speak, where you mock me with an exaggerated expression. Okay, but in fairness, you're not supposed to notice that. That's that's mostly just to amuse me. That's not meant... I see, so it's my fault. Very well. The first question comes from Commander Nivork in regards to our episode, The Ghost Captain. Ensign Barclay, since we Romulans do the whole emotional suppression thing, it seems only right that I tell you that there are other ways of dealing with the extreme emotions of both our peoples. One of the easiest ways is by embracing your passions and redirecting them into one of the... Um, this is... I'm... I'm going to try that again. One of the easiest is by embracing your passions and redirecting them into... Ah, the tasks you have at hand. However, this does have the downside of making you irritable if you get interrupted. At any rate, the strong emotions that you will experience will prove to be interesting to you. For the first time, you will understand the hearts of your Romulan cousins, and you will find them glorious. From Romulus with love, Commander Nivork. So, well, that just pretty much sums up all the problems with Romulus. So ha has that happened? Have you come to understand the hearts of your Romulan cousins? I did not take his advice. I instead embraced my Vulcanian instincts. Yes, you did. But there was that period there, right after you got off of the gene suppressors, where you were pretty super emotional. Like, did that give you any insight into your Romulan, uh, whatchamacallits? 
Not that I, I'm aware of. Okay. I, I really don't have clear memories when I was out of control. I mean, I remember the events, the things that I did, but as far as my emotional state, not particularly. Mm. Wow, you should go back and listen to that show, because... I try not Okay. To. Are you trying to hurt me? No, no, not at all. I'm just, uh, you know, as as a for for scientific purposes, and not for some self satisfying way of seeing me become uncomfortable uh, no. with what I had done and felt. No, prior to the mind melt. No, gave me control. That would you be started? that would be that would be illogical of me. Do those words feel comfortable coming out of your mouth? Not really. I didn't think so. Next question. Um, This comes from an Ensign Unsuppressed from Francois Lacombe. Any relation to Ensign Tilly on USS Discovery? um, I don't believe so. I'm not sure if I know Ensign Ensign Tilly. Tilly. Ah, She means the woman that I fornicated with prior to my having gained control of my my emotions. Right, Tilly. Yeah, our Yeoman Tilly here on this ship, yeah. Yes, Yeoman Tilly. Um, No, I don't believe so. I think it would be an incredible coincidence, don't you? I think so. Yeah, that would be. What, what ship did was that Tilly stationed on? Did he say the Discovery? I don't think I know anybody on the Discovery. I don't think so either. Well, we did come across the Discovery earlier on, about I would say a little more than ten years ago. Oh, okay. So way before. But the my events time. of which I do not feel comfortable talking about. But rest assured, if there was a Tilly on board that ship, it is not the same Tilly on board this ship. The Tilly on board this ship is quite young. Yeah. And in fact, if I was capable of feeling shame, I would be, feel ashamed for the things that we did. Good thing you're not capable of feeling shame, then. Exactly. I'm not implying that she felt shame. She was actually quite game for the things that we attempted. But you would feel shame. Certainly. In my prior state. Sure. And, of course, when I go back onto the gene suppressors, more than likely, I'm going to have a a crippling emotional breakdown. Well, but, I mean, it won't last forever, right? Hey, maybe you could could use some of the, the Vulcan techniques that you've learned to kind of mellow it out a little bit. You find, like, kind of a happy medium where you're still human and emotional, but your your emotional breakdown that you'll have won't be so bad. You'll be able to put a lid on What is the human need for looking, hopefully, to the future of events that we can't foresee? Well, you should know. You've had that. Well, I guess you haven't always had that mindset. I've you, you, no, you, I am the one that has always been fairly convinced that we will die. Yeah, you do. You tend to catastrophize. Yes, indeed. I guess I don't know. I just I feel like I just have to. What it's it's just an instinctive thing, you know. I guess what 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 would the 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 psychologists call it? Like a, a coping mechanism. So your coping mechanism is to fabricate a rosy picture, whereas my coping mechanism back when I had emotions was to picture the most dire outcome possible. Yeah. I see now why we are friends. Next question from Zoe. Greetings, Ensign, Riker, and Barclay. I've been listening to your podcast and Mm. wish to assist you in figuring out where your messages are being broadcast to. Oh, great. In your latest... Yes, thank you very much. In your latest supplemental broadcast, you received a message from an individual that claimed to be from 21st century Earth. Mm -hmm. I am listening to your show on planet Vulcan in the 24th century. Oh, I also have some advice for Ensign Barclay. I myself am part of Vulcan. My mother is Vulcan, but my father is human. I have always had difficulties controlling my extremely strong emotions. I've, I very strongly recommend that you research quantum meditation. It has always done me wonders. Well, thank you very much, Zoe, but I'm already practicing quantum meditation. Oh. Well, it was a good suggestion anyway. Yes, it was. So she's in the 20... 20- you, don't, you don't like it when I, when, I, when I practice it, however. It's not my favorite thing. You don't like the chanting. I no, I don't. I don't really see. Well, first of all, I the, yeah, the chanting is a little distracting, and I don't really see what's so quantumy about it. I thought quantum was like at the very tiniest level of reality. 
but indeed, you're just but it's where you try to focus on the at the very smallest parts of your own, your own anatomy and existence. Right, but you're just sitting on there the quantum level. But you're just sitting there chanting. Like you can't possibly have any real awareness of the quantum level, can you? I mean, since you refuse to participate with me um, in any quantum meditation, I don't see how you have any any way of having any opinion on whether or not it it has efficacious uh, quality. Well, if it works for you, it works for you. I can't say that it doesn't work for you, because obviously it does. And you can't say that it doesn't work for you, because you've never attempted That's true. That's true. So? So, I mean, I have my own methods. After we record the supplemental, perhaps you and I can strip naked. Uh, we can amp the temperature in the room up to 160 degrees, as is per necessary for quantum meditation. Yeah. We will fill it with acrid smoke. Okay. And then you and I will contemplate the movements of our own molecules. Yeah. Or I could just do my usual method of taking a couple shots of Romulan ale and then taking a cold shower. I mean... Uh... That works for me, too. It's quite relaxing. Actually, sometimes, you know what I do if I'm having a really bad day? I take the Romulan ale into the shower with me. That is just, ooh. You have a number of things that you do in order to cope with a really bad day. Yeah, but that, the, the Romulan ale shower thing is one of them. It's one of my favorites. My favorite one is when you enter the quarters and then you proceed to finish a conversation that you had with someone else, but they are not there, and you always win the argument. Because you always think of what you should have said when it's too late. Yes, but the person in question is no longer present. It defeats the purpose to talk to no one. But it makes me feel better. I understand, you know? but I don't see how your way of relaxing, as it were, is on the same par as quantum meditation. Well, maybe not for you, but for me, you know, you walk in, you've just had an argument with, with one of your so-called friends from the engineering crew, and, you know, it feels good to walk through the door and be like, yeah, realign the warp coils. Well, how about I realign your face? And you know, just and that is beneficial to you. If it is so beneficial, then why do you have so many methods for relaxation? If it's not the Romulan ale or the cold shower or the talking to no one, you have a number of other things that you constantly tell me are to help you relax. Well, because it's not one size fits all. Predominantly, when you tell me I need to get out of the quarters so that you can masturbate, which is very relaxing. Granted, you don't say those words exactly, but when you say, I need to be alone, right. I know exactly we've, what you're Yeah, doing. we've known each other a long time, and it's less embarrassing for me. I don't have to say, you know, excuse me, my friend, could you vacate the quarters so I can masturbate? I mean... I would accept those terms oh, willingly. Well, and they are honest. They are, but it's just, it's too open. I don't need your polite euphemisms to understand that I need to leave the room. But, I will not stand there and watch you. Unless, of course, you ask politely, and I felt that there was a logical reason for me to do so. Why would there ever be a logical reason for you to watch me masturbate? Safety reasons? I don't get into anything that weird, though. But on the occasion that you were going to attempt something that could jeopardize your safety i would expect you to ask me to watch you to make sure that nothing happens to you yeah but you know i would never do that because you remember i had that cousin back at at the academy who died practicing zero grav autoeroticism yes i mean I, do. I know that and it's that's always haunted me i would never i would never try that there are many times in your past where you have done things that you said you would never do well now a few times i mean you know, I did take I, I one hundred and twenty six times. <sighs> one hundred and twenty six. How okay? How are you, how do you get that high? All I remember. Okay, I remember. I remember taking uh, the the Andorian quaaludes. Yes. Right. Okay. That. But that Twice. was like. A, okay. But okay. If we're counting separate times, as yeah. Okay. Tw that, that's two things. But what else? There's. I you said you would never do it prior. You said you'd never do it after, and then you said it a third time after you did it the second time. Okay. And I haven't done it since, have I? Not to So far as you know. I'm not so. with you 24 hours a day. 
There was the time that you decided to cook everything with your phaser. But that was just to save time, and I thought it was cool. I thought it would be like a camping trip. The first time you did it, you set fire to your quarters. <sighs> well, you messaged me directly and said, I am now living with the rest of the cadets because my quarters were set on fire because I tried to cook something with my phaser. And I said, well, hopefully you've learned your lesson. But apparently you did not. Despite the fact that you said, well, I'm never going to try that again. What happened six months later? <sighs> you just had to consume popcorn. And what happened? I tried to pop popcorn with the phaser, and I set it on fire, and I had to flee because of the smoke. And? (sighs) And Ensign went to the infirmary. Yes, okay, you know that? Okay, yes, because I, 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 I left my quarters, and the smoke came out into the hallway, and Ensign Reynolds was... On her way somewhere. I don't know why she was even there. She didn't even live in our dormitory, but yes, okay. Three weeks ago, I saw you reach for your phaser because the food that you brought into our quarters had gone cold. I just wanted to heat it up. You know, if you just, if you use the lowest stun setting, it doesn't cook anything, but it heats it up. And yet you claim that you would never do anything. (sighs) That is what I... I did not miss here, did I? Well, that's what I said, but just generally speaking... Once again, your frustration with my newfound control over my emotions seems to be growing. It's not so much the newfound control over your emotions. I think your memory has gotten a lot better, too. With clarity, yes. I just feel like Without the whole... emotions cl- clouding everything, I am a- able yeah. to recall things much clearer. I just feel like the whole mental discipline angle, it's just made it a lot more difficult for me to, to win an argument with you, that's all. And that that is important to you. Well, selfishly, sure, yeah. Well, at least you admitted that it is selfish. Now, if you could Mm. rid yourself of that desire, we could have pleasant conversations. So that's why I should practice quantum meditation. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Do we have to be naked? Is that like an absolute requirement? It wouldn't be quantum meditation without it. Okay. What about you know who? Who? You know, my little friend. Perhaps he would enjoy it as well. Okay. Next question from Adolfo de la Garza III. Guys, Jason off his meds is amazing. My co-workers have gotten used to hearing me stifle giggles on Friday mornings. But this episode was too much. I had to stop the episode halfway through to cool off. Jason's poor choices and mood swings teaming up with Spot to Prank Steve, a masterpiece. Wow. Live long and prosper. Long live Tina, Adolfo. Well, live long and prosper to you, Adolfo. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think that he's speaking strictly because he's removed from the situation. I don't think that you yeah. found it amazing. No, I I did not. I found it uh, quite stressful. It's good to see that the bruises have gone away. They have. Yes. I yes. was quite aggressive in demonstrating my love and or anger with you. Yeah. You ha- the I the bruises are gone. I've regained pretty much full range of motion on my on my right side. So uh, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Good. I, I think that many of our listeners enjoy the distance, and they have a different perspective because they don't actually have to be there. I think they maybe they lose sight of the fact that I mean that, that this is our real lives. Like we're we're, we're it's our real life. We're, we're real people, you know. Yes. Next question, Michael S. Walker. Okay. Subject question for the Ensign's log. I viewed a video presentation recently about an old television program. You are probably not familiar with the words video or television. I'm quite familiar with the word video and television. We don't have it here on the ship. Yeah, but we know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. 
So please just go with it. In any case, the presenter mentioned a concept by the author, Douglas Adams. In a nutshell, the technology we are born into is accepted as normal. Mm -hmm. The technology developed when we were between the ages of 15 and 35, we accept as new and innovative. The technology developed after we are 35 is scary and unnecessary. By extension, behaviors we grew up with are normal. Those we witness among other people after we are 35 years or old or or so... I, I'm not certain I'm reading this correctly. No. 35 years old or so are just too much. When I was a kid, it seemed normal to empty paper cups of liquid before throwing them away. Nowadays, it seems common for people to throw half-full cups into the garbage can. This seems like a very lazy thing to do. Here is my question. Is my frustration regarding such behavior warranted, or am I simply reacting to behaviors different but equal to my own when I was younger? Furthermore, is this breach of etiquette in your own time? I believe I'm writing to you from the past. Thank you for your time. Well, that was, hmm, interesting. Your opinion, Steve? I mean, the uh, the throwing paper cups into the thing without emptying, I mean, we just reconstitute everything anyway, so it doesn't really make that big of a, of a difference to us. Yes, recycling it's, is quite high on the Yeah, show. we by necessity, really. I mean, we yeah, if if you throw a, a cup away that still has some liquid in it, well, it all gets recycled anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, but as for the other thing, if it's depends on how old you are, I mean, I guess I guess that makes sense, right? I mean, people, I guess people who lived what, like 100 years ago or something might have been more weirded out by the transporter than most of us are, but now we just kind of definitely was. Take it for granted. I did not like the transporter at all. Yeah. In my emotional state, I found the transporter to be a scary thing. Right. Something that I did not enjoy. You, however, enjoyed it quite a bit. I just never saw that much of a problem with it. Yeah, I mean, but I guess it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, where I take the positive view and you tend to catastrophize. You were one of those people that was like, oh, they're going to spread my molecules all over the galaxy. They're going to take me apart Indeed. piece by Another piece. Another example is my terror over the idea of what would could be developed called hollow suites or hollow decks. Yes, you, yeah, or you, I believe you call them murder rooms. I called them murder boxes. Murder boxes, yes, yes. Now I don't hold such fears because my fear is under control. And with this new perspective, I could see that my fear was unwarranted. I'm sure that they could be quite a pleasurable experiences for humans to be able to go in and experience the outside, especially sure. when you're trapped in the confines of a ship. Yeah, and they could even be useful. You know, you could use them to recreate, like, crime scenes or something. Indeed. Yeah. But I think my initial terror had a lot to do with um, what this gentleman was writing to us. Thank you, Michael. Yes, thank you, Michael. Good question. The next question comes from Commander Nivork. Okay. Our friend from Romulus. Cool. Subject, Ensign's Lock. Hello, Ensigns of the USS Enterprise NCC-1701. He knows the designation of our ship. That's a little disconcerting. He, Prior to my emotional control, I think I would probably be having a panic attack right now. I don't think we... He's not supposed to know that. I don't think any... We don't really want anybody to know that, least of all a Romulan. No offense, Commander Nivork, but, I mean, it is a little... It is a little bit of a breach. It's a little unsettling, yeah. I have a few things to say this time. Oh, boy. Number one, I am not 13. In fact, I am 60 years of age. I think we applied that Commander Mivork was actually not a commander from Romulus, but a 13-year-old. We were, was sending yeah. us a joke, yes. Yeah, we had a little fun at yes. Commander Nivork's expense. Yes. He goes on to state things in here in which, you know, a lot about Romulan culture, that a 13-year-old Romulan would have friends as quite a departure from the truth. 
providing they live so long, all Romulans enter training from the age of five until the age of 20. And our training does not facilitate the making of close bonds. That sort of thing does not tend to happen until later in life. And by the way, I doubt I'll ever live down the embarrassment ca- caused by YouTube saying that you thought I was a teenager. I was using your broadcast as a tool before a class of 50 people. Oh, it was not our intention to embarrass you in any way, was it? No, certainly not. We were only, you know, making an educated guess as to who it was that was indeed writing us. And it yeah. was inconceivable to us that you would be teaching a class based on this podcast broadcast yeah we're not really looking at this as a teaching tool and honestly no no again no no offense meant nivork but if you're using this podcast as a teaching tool for for a class of of romulan cadets are why do they care what a couple of foolish humans have to say why why do they care if we're making fun of you for being 13 i mean Shouldn't you be all superior about that? Exactly, you cowardly little prick. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, where did that come from? You kind of just, wow, okay. So I did not, I'm sorry. You, I, so we're, are we going with, are we still saying that he's 13? It's it's late in the day, and, yeah. and you know what? I haven't had a chance to meditate. You need to do your meditation. myself. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been actually ignoring it. I've been fairly busy, um, and I think I, I need to regain some of my composure. Okay. Indeed, it's okay. very important. Uh, yes, you, yeah, you, you sort of, you, you, you just kind of. I was put back on. I was put back on active duty because I'm in control of my emotions. Yes, congr- Which congratulations, by the way. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. If those jerks had not taken me off, and could not understand that I was just being a Vulcan with Vulcan emotions. They never would have had to have taken me off active duty, would they have? No, no. So is that was that the last question? No, the, okay. they had several. Well, because we could, uh, okay, because, and then, and then you know, and then we can we can wrap this up and you can go do your, your meditation, because I think you probably want to do that. I do need to do it. Yeah. I have been putting it off for several days. Oh, okay. We, we've been doing a diagnostic of all the internal ship's communications. It has yeah. kept me very busy. Yeah. My boss has decided that it is important to take advantage of my mental clarity while ah. she has it. Oh, I see. So you're getting extra work even on top of what you would normally have. Yes, and yeah. is that fair? No, it I is not. I don't think fair. it is. It's not. It isn't fair at all to take advantage of me because I have emotional. I, I have complete and total control over my emotions. Yeah, it it feels kind of opportunistic. Makes me mm? nothing. Okay. Second part of his question. Okay. The name of the course that I teach was somewhat mistranslated. I tried adjusting the terminology for the primitive human brain, and I think I did it a bit too well. The true name of the course roughly translates to the comparative superiority of the Romulan people. We have not long finished the part of the course covering humans, and we have moved on to Vulcans, an altogether more challenging component. Indeed. We're the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, do you disagree? No, Vulcans are great. Obviously, I have no do problem. Do you have some sort of problem with Vulcans? Not at all. Not at all. So do you do agree that Vulcans are the shit? Yes. I would like to hear you say Vulcans. it. Vulcans. Vulcans are, are the shit. Now say you'd like you'd like to be a Vulcan. I wish I, I would love to be a Vulcan. I wish I wish I was one. Honestly, I do. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Third part. The cloaking device might be cowardly, but you can't deny its huge technical advantage. You know, even the Klingons are interested in it. They've opened up trade negotiations with us. I've heard that they're currently offering a fleet of D7 battlecruisers for about half a dozen cloaking devices. The Klingons normally try to kill us, so I think this counts as a triumph. I think I need to transmit part of this to Starfleet Command. Yeah, thanks, Nivork. Thank you, thank you, Nivork. Yeah, sucker. For relieve revealing some secrets that you are actually in that both of our enemies at this point yeah are are conspiring against us that's right you messed up now nivork 
I don't think that we could win a war against both at the same time, Steve. You don't think so? No, I think we would all die. I think, I think. Oh, we okay. Would, we would die in a, a horrible. If we, I, they would separate us. We'd wind up on a, a different ships, intergalactic war. Oh no, that probably wouldn't happen. We, they want to keep. No, they would. They'd do it in a second. But, I'm just a but, communications but, officer. They'll put a phaser rifle in your arm, and you, you'd go off, and you'd probably die first, and then I would be left alone. No, that wouldn't be happen. Left alone. They wouldn't want to break up an established crew in the middle of a war. They want to keep all of us on this ship together because we're a well-oiled machine, right? Uh, very well. I, I see the logic. Yes. In what you said. Yes. Is it hot? It's hot. Is it? It may be a little. Is it hot do you, in here? Do I need? Do you want me to adjust the environmental settings? I think you do. Okay. I think, I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll turn it down just, just a little. Turn bit. it down just a couple of notches. There. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's too low. Too okay. It's too too low. How about I, I'll knock it up just one or two here? How's that, bro? Just turn it down so, a little bit. Okay. Well. Okay. Is that how's that? How's that? Fine. Is that good? It's fine. Are you okay? Fine. Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. Are we? Are I'm we? Fine. Are we done? Is there another question? There is more. Yes. Okay. Well, let's. Okay. We better. We better finish it then. Thanks for writing a novel, Bivork. I'm in fact speaking from 2018, but not the year 2018 of your calendar. In your calendar, you mark the date from the death of some mad cultist, if my understanding is correct. Well, in our calendar, we mark the date from our people's freedom from a mad cultist, one Sorak of Vulcan. Fuck you. Oh, that's the low blow, Nivork. You don't want to be saying that shit. Is this just to be one diss after another on Vulcans? I think we correctly covered that Vulcans are shit. Take it, Steve. Tell him. Yeah, Tell Vulcans him. are the shit, Nivork. I want to be. You say it again. Well, the Vulcans are the shit, Nivork. That's why they're. Don't. That's why they're founding members of a mighty federation, and the Romulans are out there all by themselves with nobody who wants to yeah. be with them and, and work with them. Jerking off they, Klingons. Yeah, unless they have shit to trade with Klingons. Fucking Romulans. Let me tell you something else, Nivork. We don't use that calendar anymore. That's we only use that okay. a calendar informally. We oh, all do star dates now. Where have you been? All right, so, so, okay, okay. Your outburst has, has, has calmed calm me down. I'm having I'm, I'm having some problems. Yeah. Are you going to be okay? Yeah. Well, I, it's I, well, I mean, I don't mean I don't mean to make light of it, but I I can kind of tell. Anyway, he says the current year on Romulus is 2018, and and that's it. From Romulus with love, Captain Nivork. <laughs> with love, okay. Thanks, Nivork. Don't don't diminish his love. He could love us. You don't know. Okay, well, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to to dis- diminish your love, Nivork. Thank you for listening to the show. Last novel. This is a long comment from Zotal. Zotal. Okay. Remember Zotal? Yeah. Greetings, ensigns of the United Federation of Planets spacecraft Enterprise. Or is it United Spaceship Enterprise? Transmissions intercepted from your federal not-warships do not make this clear. Anyways, it is I, Zotal, Chief Communications Officer, on board the 127th Emperor Hato. I cannot disclose our location due to the fact that we are currently on patrol, which is why this message is transmitted via comm drone. However, I can say that we are currently synchronized to your point in time. Ah, great. he's from another dimension. Ah, okay. We thank you for your answers to the questions regarding the anatomy of Ensign Riker, reproductive waste disposal appendage. I think he's regard that's your penis. I think that's what that would mean, yeah. 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 Exalted exobiologist Talamus would like me to inform you that the information was vague and unproductive. Oh. And would like you to elaborate on the seemingly metaphysical composition of the parasite being referred to as baby. Is it possible that this creature is itself a god being similar to the many that seem to be floating about here in space? It is possible that it may be able to survive if the reproductive waste disposal organ is removed. 
which would have the added benefit of making the logical replacement of your highly inefficient reproductive waste disposal system with a far superior cloaca all the easier. This is the second time that this this Zotal has mentioned their cloaca. Yeah, I don't think that would work for me. If I remember it's, from biology class what a cloaca is, I don't think I would want one of those. And it's gross. At all. Yeah. It's gross. It's I don't I feel do you want to describe I well, it's it. You, 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 it's do do it. Do it kind of it, it do does me. it does two things that 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 we have actually separate things for. How about that? You don't. It, it's it's yeah. I, it's just. Uh, I'm I'm happy with the equipment that I've got. I just would like to to remove baby's consciousness from the equation. I don't want to cut anything off or replace anything with anything. I'm... Things would have been so much easier if we just cut it off. I uh, know, but I just, you know. You could have had a robot one, or they could have grown you another <sighs> Well, but we we came with, but we found this other solution, though, that I think is going to work, right? It's going to work. Uh, okay, are you, do, you, do you need to, should we just should we just wrap it up and go meditate? I mean. I need you to turn the temperature yeah. way up and start taking off your clothes, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, <sighs> okay. Uh, I'll turn the temperature if up. If I lose control of this, I, I've got the first officer's number on speed dial. Come on, we just gotta keep going. Okay. Anyway, Zotel wants to know okay. about our armor, our security personnel, our marine garrisons. Do we have ballistic? This person's. This. You know what, dude? You're you're scoping us out for invasion. Yeah. That's what you're doing. I, we can't you tell you any of that stuff. Our phasers yeah. and everything else and our reproductive systems. You're just coming here to fight us and fuck us, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, just ask us what our shield frequency is. Why don't you? We're not going to tell you any of this stuff. Mm. It's okay. Hey, you. It's fine. He, nothing's going to happen. It's going to happen. No, nothing's going. Nobody's going to attack us. Especially tell not Zotol. Help me with my shirt, please. Oh, oh, okay. I need the Vulcan insects. Okay, okay, I'm okay. Where is it? It's in the uh, here. It is. Okay, it's, it's in the box center. All right, get it, get it. I'm get gonna, it, get it. I'm gonna light it with my phaser. Just hang on. All right, you've got to meditate with me this time uh, because I don't think I'm gonna be able to hold it together. Okay. Oh God. All you right. You don't want me coming back, dude. Okay, we're almost done. Okay. Um. I can try to read it. This that is the only explanation for our exalted strategy. I can't, I've lost my place. I can't. It's going to be fine. I'm skipping to the end. I'm skipping okay, to the okay. end. Okay, Sorry, Zotal. Take my pants off. Oh, okay. Just here, straighten your legs. No, both. Okay. Take both. Okay. Take I them. got him. I got him. Okay. All right, thank you. All right. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, Is that well, I better? told you. Is that better? The Vulcan's all over the place. Okay. No, it's not hot enough. Uh, what do you have it set to? Look, I'll turn it up. Okay, well, it's it's. it feels hot in here to me. You have to break the environmental controls. Oh, my God. Come on. Do it. All right. I'm there. Okay. I disabled the safety. Okay. It's up. It's, oh, my God. It's going to be so goddamn it's hot gonna, in here. It's going to. Okay. <laughs> Tina likes it. Yeah, Whoa. that's true. The she loves it. Is... <laughs> yeah, I think All I right, might have. I All think right. I actually might have set fire this. to it. I got to finish this. Okay. Got to finish this. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Any methods that could assist us in defending home against potential future death fleets would be honorably appreciated. Zotan, we can't give you all this info. No. We don't even know where you're from. No. You're in another dimension, and you could come through the dimension, and you could kill us. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, we're pretty great and all, but the only time we cross dimensions is by accident. Like, we don't even do that. Yeah. So we're not going to be invading your dimension anytime soon. 
he writes, anyway, may your emperor give you guidance and thank you again for your podcast. Okay. Zoltal, exalted communications officer of the 127th Emperor Hito, warship of the illustrious navy of the race. Okay. Whatever, man. Thanks, Zoltal. Okay, we're done. We're done. That's, That's it. Okay, That's good. So now one. we can the last we one. can me- you can meditate and we'll be. You need to get the Vulcan music on, dude. Oh, okay. This is this is going bad. This is going okay. Bad okay, fast. it's this. Um, which library tape is it? It's okay. I think it's it's yeah, just for, the yellow one here. I okay. don't care. There, you there. Know okay, what? that's we're it. We're gonna say goodbye, and you're gonna go get the first officer. I because I need him here now. Oh, I need no, him in yeah, now. No problem. Tell him to start taking off his clothes in the hallway. I need him here right now. I'll relay the message. Somehow. Don't make that face. It's a Vulcan thing. Okay, I'm sure he'll know what you what you mean. It'll be fine. Just let him know that I'm in a bad place. I will. I will. It's going to be fine. Let's just let's just say goodbye, and then I'll get out of here, and I'll go find the first officer and bring him here. Okay, I'm going to try to pull it together. Okay, you got this. <clears throat> so that was all of the messages that we have received. Mm-hmm. Thank you to everyone that chose to write to us. And if you would like to send us a message, please leave a comment underneath the podcast where you find it, or send us a message by going by sending it. Um, but the, uh, an email using the email. Thank you, email, which is ensignslogpodcast at gmail dot com, and we'll get it and we'll read it. Yes, yes, we will, and we will answer the questions. I would like questions. to apologize to everyone who had wrote questions, and I'm starting to have a. A control breakdown. I think I've I've pushed a little too hard. I thought I was I was good, and I'm not good, and I need I need help. I need help. It, it's fine. We're gonna help. we're gonna we're gonna get you naked. Get we're, we're the fucking first officer. Okay, we're gonna get you naked. We're gonna get the first officer in here. We're gonna fix you right up. I am naked. I know. Gonna get him naked. I'm gonna. Get, You're gonna be naked. Ah, uh-huh, good. We're Everybody's all gonna hold hands. The three of us will okay. be naked and holding hands. When there's three of us, we hold each other first. Okay. Do you understand? Yes, that's going to be... I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be great. Good. Get him. I'm going. Say goodbye first, though. Good. Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Say your name, this is, you doofus! This, this has been Ensign uh, Riker. And this has been Ensign Barclay. And until next time, communication channels closed. <laughs> The Ensign's Log Podcast is a Let Me Listen podcast production, with Steve Shives as Ensign Riker and Jason Harding as Ensign Barclay. If you would like to ask the Ensigns a question, you can send them an email at ensignslogpodcast.com or leave a comment if there is a comment box where you listen to this podcast. Or you can go to the Let Me Listen podcast website, go to the contact page, and leave it for us there. Music for the show, composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music at incompetech.com. And thanks for listening.